Hello and welcome to episode 29 of The Grocery Guru. We're here with Andrew Grant. Andrew, how are you doing? Morning, Darren. You well? Yes, I'm very good. I'm very good. We'll ignore all the technical issues we've just had because no one cares, um, but we've just had a few. What are we talking about this week? Well, I, I picked up in the news, you know, we, we often try and bring the, the most topical um, items in uh, grocery world. So, um, yeah, I picked up today, didn't get a lot of, um, picked up this week, didn't get a lot of um, press, but uh, the demise of the Tesco Metro, um, oh. it will be no more. Oh, really? Okay, tell us more. Um, yeah, so uh, I've got to do some very quick maths here. Um, 147 Tesco Metros. Yep. Um, all being rebranded either as Tesco Express or as Tesco Superstores, which I find interesting. I can understand 89 of them becoming Expresses. Yeah, I can. 58 Superstores. God, there must be some big monsters out there that I've forgotten about. That seems odd. So just remind us, what is a Tesco Metro? Well, originally it was a, a reason to take... So if you think back to the what Tesco's original heyday of Operation Checkout and Green Steel Shield stamps, yeah. all their stores were in bustling town centres. Yep, very true. You know, so, you know, you know, you and I are probably old enough to go back that far, but, you know, your quintessential high street with your Woolies, your Marks and Spencers, your Boots and your Tesco. Yeah. Um, well. You know, so Tesco ended up in the sort of the 80s as they were starting to build their out-of-town estate, yep. which was their, the making of them, um, left with all of these city and town centre stores on a high street, um, and they thought, what the hell do we do with them? And they came up with the metro format. Um, but essentially, all they did was took an, an existing small supermarket and stuck a cam sandwich cabinet and some soft drinks chillers at the front. At the front, yeah. Um, and still to this day, you know, most metros have far more range probably than the the shoppers need. And it was interesting in the in the press release, um, uh, Tesco said that seventy percent of the shopping missions in uh, metros are for top up shops. Okay, all right. So we've got a good understanding of Tesco Metro. All right. So these guys are saying they're going to take 80, how many was it, 89? 89 into a Tesco Express format and then 58 into the Superstore format. Okay, so does this mean the Tesco Metro format will be gone completely? It's like the proverbial parrot. It is no more. It is dead. Right, okay, okay. So do you think this is about head office trying to manage fewer formats or the other formats are more popular? What's your take on this? No, I think it again. It shows the power of Shopper Insight and Clubcard. They know precisely what every single one of their shoppers is buying in every single store every single minute of the day, yep. and it's you know it's fine tuning a very very well honed engine. Okay, all right. So I get I get that I get the uh, insight to shoppers, but why remove Metro? What does it add? Or what does it add by removing it? Well, no, I think you said it, as you said that first, what does it add? Well, you know, ex Express, Express is, is a phenomenally successful C-Store concept. Yeah. Um, the out-of-town extras, again, phenomenally successful. Why do you want a Metro stuck in the middle? Which is, you know, neither one thing or the other. It's not a fully, a full, full-on C-Store. Yep. And it's, 
definitely not a full range weekly supermarket shop store. And of course, we know, you know, many town centres out there, you know, it's sad. You know, the ones I visit, um, really sad what the, this, this um, pandemic has done to the traditional town centre. And interestingly, maybe a slight aside, a BBC News last night, uh, worth watching, actually, okay. um, the regeneration of town centres. And I don't know if you've ever been to Nottingham. No. Uh, the Broadmarsh Centre in Nottingham is perfect example of 70s, um, 70s planning terrorism. I mean, it is just horrific. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll have a link at the bottom of the video to the regeneration. I've just written it but, down. BBC. But what what they're looking at is is basically taking out this seventies concrete covered shopping centre yeah. and restoring the original medieval winding streets. Oh, okay, okay. So um, more like a uh, a Cheltenham or a Gloucester town centre. Yeah, doing that. Yeah, and but they then contrasted that with Maidenhead down in down in the affluent south. Yeah. Um, about to get the east-west rail link. So, you know, Maidenhead and part of the tech corridor of Slough to Slough to Reading. Um, and they've done exactly the same thing. They've taken a 70s covered shopping centre, ripped the roof off and moved it to, I think, 30% shops, 30% residential, 30% leisure. Wow, okay. And literally breathing life back into the town centres. So. You know, in, interesting that, you know, Tesco haven't said they're offloading any of this estate. You know, maybe, maybe they'll wait a couple of years till property values or till um, commercial property values, you know, rise again. And they'll have another, have another think about it. And just coming back to your other point, so the other format they're going to move some of them into are superstores. So some of them aren't small. These are big stores that they're moving. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, I guess it depends on the location. I can't think of any specifically, but there will be some that, you know, are by the town car park or by the town multi-storey. <clears throat> so in theory, you could take your car in there, do a full trolley shop, and it's, it's still practicable. But equally, there's, you know, there's, there's ones I can think of where they're landlocked in these dying little town centres. And yeah, you can imagine why, you know, Tesco will have taken a, a good close look at them. That makes sense. All right. So let's throw into the mix, mix Jacks. I know um, you did for the grocer probably 18 months ago, a review of Jacks out in Chatteris. So how, how does that feature in this thought? Well, I was afraid you were going to bring that up. Um, it's well, I think it's the only time I've been, I've made a false prediction. Okay. Um, so uh, please don't add the link to the grocer article to, to this. Um, so yeah, I, I remember, um, on a particularly cold, wet, unpleasant East Anglia day, being sent out to Chatteris, which is uh, is literally in the middle of you know fen uh, deep, deep Fenland, um, and yeah, doing a review of the the new Jacks format, which uh, Dave Lewis, Ch Tesco C CEO at the time, was very, very excited about, yeah. and it was their answer to Aldi and Lidl. Oh, I see. So there are what 10, 12 jacks out there? Yeah, so 12 of them. Um, yeah, basically they are, you know, a um a British Aldi. Um okay. almost almost carbon copy of a of an Aldi with you know the um the special buys down the middle, um very, very simply uh, merchandised and fitted out. 
um, and some, you know, a very limited but pretty high quality range. Okay. And I'm right. sure you'll remember at the time me making this grand prediction that wouldn't it be make perfect sense to transport the Jack's brand into all of these oversized Tesco metros where they're not quite sure whether they're a C store or a supermarket. But hey, hey for my grand strategies. I think I do remember. Now, if that's the only prediction you've got wrong, we'll ask you for the lottery numbers in a minute. Okay. <laughs> so we've got, excuse me, we've got these 12 jacks out there. How are they performing? What do you think they'll do with those in the future? Well, it's interesting. You, 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 you Google jacks and there's nothing. Um, you know, there's still the, corp there's the corporate website, but it doesn't look particularly loved. Um, everything says copyright 2018. So it looks like it's not had a lot of updating and love. I would imagine um, that, you know, Tesco, as we know, have been phenomenally successful in their main estate at neutralising Aldi. Yeah. You know, the Aldi, the Aldi price match, the very, very changing of uh, products to, you know, stop the flow of customers to Aldi has been massively successful. And... Um, they probably think we actually don't need something that will go head to head with an Aldi, but could actually end up damaging Tesco. So what's your, what's your prediction for Jack's for the future? Oh, thank you for that. Um, I think it'll go the way of Tesco Metro very quietly. Yeah, I would have thought so, because it doesn't seem to be adding anything from what we can see. It's a good trial worth testing didn't work they're making the other formats work more successfully would be my guess yeah i think i think they found the answer to how to how to neutralize aldi we we, we talked about uh, three episodes ago the, the latest canter data yeah. and i was staggered that aldi were one of the slowest growing of the grocers way half the growth rate of tesco yes um so tesco found that sweet spot to neutralize the threat of the discounters so yeah why do you need a jacks very true, very true okay all right andrew before we go and uh, thank you for your guru-ness what's the takeaway you want to give our viewers what's the takeaway um yeah just again it just shows how fast um grocery moves that um you know jack's less than three years old we're questioning that um the changes on the high street just phenomenal um but as ever you know tesco very very quick to to move um ahead of the pack they are they, I, I did hear that tesco used the phrase ready fire aim a lot and it's <laughs> working for them <laughs> Good luck. That, yeah. all right andrew thank you for your guru-ness and we'll see you next week bye-bye take care